Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to some exciting news on today's Sharp Stories. As we have, what have we done, Jay? As you all know, we were, for the last handful of years, McInnes Marketing. Too long. The McInnes Marketing Minute, as you've all been introduced to. Uh, today, we officially released that we are rebranding as Sharp Real Estate Group. The Sharp Real Estate Group. That's it, we've refined all of our practice, guys, and a lot of it is thanks to you for allowing us to do so. And we are rebranding to said Sharp Real Estate Group, and we are excited to show you over the coming months what we have in store for you. One more time, what are we calling the weekly now? Sharp Stories. These are gonna be the Sharp Stories moving forward, and as you will see to all of our future clients that we are working with. Non-fiction stories, I'll add. Okay, uh, we're gonna bring a new level of marketing again to the listings we work with. So we look forward to giving you that and working together as Sharp Real Estate. You're the absolute Real. worst. Jay, welcome to our first Sharp Stories. Don't. Don't, Let's do it. Don't make him do an image every single time. Okay, so a couple of things. What so are we talking about today? Okay, so there's two things that I saw that I want to bring to your attention. I don't know if you've seen them or not. First of all, stop. <laughs> um, first of all, and we've been saying this for a while now. Is this the current event session? Section? It doesn't matter what it is. It's whatever I say it is. I'm leading this. As a sharp employee, you need to be on top of it. Um, so... So it turns out, obviously, we've been huge fans of when you buy a house, buying your, uh, if you can, buy something with a suite. Not only are you buying your house, you're also buying a potential investment property, it's good for the mortgage, and so on and so forth, and correct? And when the kids grow up. And when the kids grow up. Put them down there. You can, yeah, you can put them down there for an overly charged price. Um, Naturally. But, and we, I think this is kind of obvious, but what do you think that does to home values in places like uh, Point Grey? Dunbar. Having suites? Okay, having suites and laneway homes. Okay, well. Because laneway homes has been the like talk of the town for a number of years now, like, can we get a laneway home in? So on and so forth. It's been a hot topic. That's my impression of everyone in Canada over the last number of years, clearly. Okay. What do you think it does? Well, first of all, I think you dribble into topics 10 times slower than you make me sound. Not, it's po ridiculous. not possible. Ridiculous. Not possible. Um, I like your stalling to try and actually think. Gather but thoughts. But carry on. I think laneways are a negative. Every home? In areas like Point Grey. Yeah. I think in the areas of reaching okay. to real estate, it makes sense because there's an economic value, tenant, mortgage helper, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So if you're reaching and trying to get in and you need that assistance or if you just want to be as economically sound as you can in life, what's another uh, tenant yep. adding to your monthly? It's positive. In higher end neighborhoods, we'll say, where it's not such an economic need to have that additional income because you're dealing with assumably higher net worth individuals, I think it's a negative. Because you're gonna add cars to the already busy streets and it's just not needed, it's not necessary. You want your yard, you want your space, blah, blah, blah. So That's laneways. Suites, uh, to the point of kids, I think they're gonna be of value always, but mm -hmm. laneways, not so much. So it's actually come out now that laneways in affluent areas do actually reduce home value 
according to a, according to a recent study done. So it's not just a rumor, uh, they can actually reduce your home value, uh, which is ironic because when you get the home built, you're actually paying substantially more for the laneway home and you're actually impacting your home in a bad way. I think, because they average, I think you, depending on the lot size, you can do starting 650 or 700 square foot laneway max. So that's like the last time I looked, which wasn't in the last handful of months, like 250 to 350,000. And then you're actually taking money off of what it could be worth, which is... So it's obviously it's costing with build and then you've got, it's curb appeal if people want it. Do they? The argument will be, if you're buying a house in Point Grey, big enough to build and add a laneway home in, are you worried about that 250, 300 grand? But being financially or fiscally responsible is knowing where your dollars go to and whether to spend it or not. Secondly, I have a number between zero to 100%. How overvalued do you think Canadian real estate is right now? Canadian or Canadian Vancouver? real estate. My opinion? Yeah. Just to, you're zero. educated. Zero? Zero. Apparently the number is 91%. No. Okay, Vancouver real estate. Zero. Okay. Things are selling in multiple I like I like your care. answer. People are willing to pay it, so therefore, yep. Um, Overvalue compared to what? But apparently according according to Moody's, 23% the market Vancouver? Is, yeah, market, Vancouver in particular. Toronto is 40%. Based on what? Um, uh, on a variety of metrics. We'll have to put it up afterwards. It's too much to explain. But uh, interesting enough, because of that, um, they feel that the the price increase that we've seen from COVID and everything going up is is done. Like you're not going to see the same price increases. So if people are like hoping that. to hold till next year because it's going to be worth an extra 30% with mm. houses. It's not going to be the case apparently. They're calling between Q4 this year no. and uh, the start of Q3 next year. So the next nine months. On average, you're only going to see about two to three percent increase I disagree in home values. Well. I think it'll be more, but I don't think it'll be what we saw and this a year is, ago. Well, this is like another one of those prime examples where the Canadian real estate is taken into account as a whole. Like you, you can't tell me that you're comparing Timmins, Ontario real estate <clears throat> with Dunbar, where we are right now in Vancouver. So I think that's, I, I don't want to say fake news. I just think that's a very broad look at things. I think as we kind of touched on last week, all news outlets, everything caters to... Socialism, your opinion, socialism. S-H-I-T-ing on the market, and that's just another part of it. Mm -hmm. Let's favor the buyer that's out of the market, even though all the taxpayers are the ones in the market. That's a whole other story. But uh, it's, it's the same thing. And the other thing too is all this negativity around we're overvalued, we're, you don't, no one has to buy. Go rent, it's cheaper. Mm. No one has to buy anything. So why complain about it? It's yeah. like, I want, I want to own, I want to own! I deserve it! Wow. No, it's just, no. No one has to buy. Well, I, I'm definitely a believer if, you know, if you've got a one-off paying, like if somebody pays like a million for a $500,000 home and it's a one-off, okay, you haven't paid. But if it's there's- It's not worth 500,000. If, if there's a trend- if paid a million. If there's a trend, no, stop. Stop. True. Stop. If there's a trend of people purchasing, like there is for most real estate, as what, that's what comparables are for, I don't think you're personally overpaying. And 
what gets me the most about this is when people come from outside of Vancouver and complain about how expensive it is. And they're like, oh, you must be kidding. I can get a custom built home for 600,000 in Calgary and I can't even buy a detached house here in Vancouver. Well, that's the market. You're going to have to kind of adjust and yeah, expectations. Yeah, very common. You know, you can't compare that and say you're overpaying in Vancouver. But I do agree that the majority of the price hikes are up and have happened. I still think there's a bit of room for detached houses, but I think anyone who's trying to hold out hoping that it was, I mean, what, on average 30% year over year for detached housing, it, you're not gonna get another 30%. Uh, not in the short year, term, year over sure. year. No, no, I totally agree with that. But again, I don't think, I think they may, all this rate talk, they may start kicking it up, but I think if they do, I think it'll just come back down anyway. Well, that's why, the whole idea is that the rates are gonna start to be kicked up. Uh, it's gonna drive drive home, uh, home buyer demand down, inventory's gonna come up. Usual story, yeah, usual I suspects. I don't think it'll happen. That's it, Jay. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Thank you guys this week for watching our intro. Sharp Real Estate. Sharp, Sharp Real, Real Estate. Estate Group. From now on. See you next week.